Hey, it's Sebastian for the Metal Gods Meltdown, and I'm joined by... James Blake from Idle War. It's awesome to be chatting to you tonight. Impulse has actually been released today. How do you feel? I feel great. I'm over the moon, super excited. I'm really proud of the record, and this has been a date we've been anticipating for quite a while, and it's finally here, so we're very excited. How do you feel the media and fans have responded to the album? They've been receiving it really well. The The fans are excited. They've been getting uh, some time to listen to the music because uh, those who've pledged had early release of the album, so they've gotten to listen to it. They've all picked their uh, favorites, which is interesting to me. There's no one song that stands out above the rest. There's uh, a variety of songs that kind of grab different people, so um, that's a success in, in my mind. Uh, the media has responded by you know, saying that songs are good from you know, beginning of the album to the end that, you know, you want to press repeat and listen to them over again. So we've gotten good media response and fan response is good. So um, that's that's always a pleasure for us to, to see that people are responding to the music well. Do your students know that they've got a budding rock star in their midst? Oh, they, uh, they hadn't for a lot of years. Um, just last year, I uh, had some students find out about some things when Idle War was still brand new. And uh, I had a policy not to open up about some of that stuff to them. I didn't want to mix it up with, uh, you know, professional education. And so some students found a video or two and they started passing that around. And then I, I just decided to open up and tell them what I was all about. And we did a fundraiser show for the school last year um, to help raise money for their band program here. And that's when students uh, really got a hold of uh, some of the material. And this year, they've been finding out because there's more media presence and we've got some videos out and press about the album. And so kids come up to me and, you know, they'll ask for stickers or merch. <laughs> <laughs> So it's, it's uh, they, they still, I, I think, are kind of wondering what to make of it, but we still we just have a good time with it. So yeah. will you be having a release party tonight, or is there one planned over the weekend or anything? Well, last, last night at rehearsal, we, um, we kind of had our own little party. We, uh, you know, toasted to the release, and we're busy writing new material still, so we're having a great time uh, making more music. We've got a... We, we had kind of a, a release party with, um, we played a live show at a private residence, um, celebrated that way, but really the, the big response is over there in, uh, in the UK, and we're looking to looking forward to the tour, and we're going to spend our energy celebrating there. So Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Is, is it the first time you've actually been to the UK? My first time, yes. Um, I've flown over it. Uh, going to Europe a few times, but I've never gotten to be um, in England. My grandmother was born in Liverpool, and uh, I didn't get to spend much time with her. We never got to go back and visit. Um, I don't even know if I have family still in the area, but yeah, I'm looking forward to, to visiting. It's going to be awesome because you've got quite a lot of dates, and it seems that a lot of the venues are nearly sold out already. 
that must be really gratifying for you. Yeah, I'm super excited. I think uh, the festival's been sold out. Um, the Rocks Planet Rockstock, and uh, I think London is all but sold out. I'm I'm just really excited. We're playing with some really good people. I know uh, Stone Broken's got a really good following, and I'm I'm just looking forward to the community of it. You know, just a lot of good people getting together, enjoying some rock and roll. So looking forward to it. It's the one track off the album that means the most to you, off Impulse. But they all mean something uh, individually. Uh, there's one of the more personal songs to me was um, All That I Got. I kind of got vulnerable there for a while. The other songs have have some meaning because, uh, you know, I'll put in some lyric uh, and then Pete will come up with a verse or a chorus and we'll, we'll kind of work together on, on some of the stuff. But lyrically, all that I got um, was uh, really personal for me. And uh, Pete and I sat down, we were in his office and he just showed me a few chords and I, I sang that melody right off the bat. Uh, just came up with it, and it was it was really kind of waiting there in the ether for us to to grab. So that song came together pretty quick. But yeah, that one's probably the most personal. And there are a few I enjoy playing for different reasons, and yeah. uh, they all capture you know subtle different essences. But lyrically, uh, all that I got is the most personal. How would you describe your music to an Ida War virgin? I would say to someone who had heard us before that if ACDC uh, made a baby with Soundgarden and then had a fling with Clutch that you'd have something come out that's similar to Idol War. So uh, it's it's definitely got a straightforward rock feel but there are some off time uh, type things that you know are similar to Soundgarden. Definitely heavy groove uh blues-based rock. I've heard some people compare my vocals to Bon Scott from ACDC, meets um, Chris Cornell from Soundgarden. So it'd be somewhere in, in that ballpark. Uh, we've definitely got some vintage influence, but we keep it modern and relevant in terms of uh, tones. Um, so it doesn't sound like you're, you're listening to a vintage record, but there's definitely some familiarity there uh, with regard to the influences. How do you occupy yourself when you're going to be on the tour bus? Are you going to be sleeping? Are you going to be writing music? Or... Just chilling out. Oh, I usually occupy myself with uh, annoying Pete with my terrible puns <laughs> and trying to make Rick laugh. No, I try to soak it in when I'm on tour. When I've been overseas with some other bands. I I don't like to sleep on the bus or um, I, I talk to the bus driver. I look at the country we're in. I, I really, really try to soak it up. Um, which makes it hard for me to get rest because then, you know, we're partying at night. I, I gotta be more disciplined as far as that goes, but, um, I really want to soak this up. Uh, I don't want to miss a thing. So I'm going to be trying to see sights and 
talking to people and getting to know, you know, the other uh, bandmates that we're going to be on the on the lorry with. Make the most of it, you know. What what city are you most looking forward to playing? Oh wow! I think uh, Edinburgh uh, seems really interesting. My wife has been over there, and uh, she said that's a great that's a great town. London sounds exciting. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to every different spot for a different reason, just to you know catch the flavor of the of the UK. You know, we get to see at least eight different spots there and so I'm looking forward to doing this and then going back again you know you've mentioned Soundgarden Clutch ACDC my earliest my earliest influence the very first rock band um, was probably uh, Kiss and ACDC uh, I remember second grade a, a friend of mine Jeffrey had a Kiss poster and I'd never seen them before and I it just blew my mind when I, I first saw that band. I'm like, what is that? And then listening to them and um, listening to the first ACDC album I got a hold of was on 8-track. It was Back in Black. I know it was their earliest stuff, but it was the first exposure I had to them, and that floored me. Um, I just, that's what I wanted to do. Um, I remember listening to a lot of country music as a kid. Uh, that was because of my grandma she was the first one to put an instrument in my hand and so that's where a lot of the uh, song craft came from for me listening to uh, Willie Nelson and Kenny Rogers and Jim Croce uh, even Rod Stewart vocally was someone who you know influenced the way I would want to sing something with some you know real grit and timber um, so Early on, that's that's really what moved me. And later, by the time you know I got into high school, there was uh, Guns and Roses, Appetite for Destruction, you know, uh, was a big influence. And King's X uh, was a band that I got exposed to early in high school, and has been a real strong influence. And then later on, I got to open for them a couple times, and. The guys asked me to come backstage, and um, Ty Tabor, you know, encouraged me to kind of keep going for it. So it was, I felt like I kind of got the blessing from one of my early influences to make rock and roll music. So that was that was a big deal. But yeah, those are those are the things that kind of moved me to want to make music. If you could design a dream tour for your band, any bands alive or dead. Who would be on the bill? That's kind of loaded because if if we were on tour with the band, I would be a little timid to play with the likes of Led Zeppelin or ACDC. Um, I would I would love to be on a festival tour with Zeppelin, ACDC, Aerosmith, Guns N' Roses. You know, something with all the the epic rock bands. And um, just to be around that and, and to share music with, with those guys would be just amazing. That would be something to just say. Jump, jump around the world, you know, like go and see the sights and, and meet the people. I think that's that's a big part of it for me is the community. I just, uh, I just want to interact with people, get off on each other's music and have a 
great time with it. Tell me, what was the last album you listened to? I listened to them beginning to end. Um, I, I try not to one-off the songs, but I just listened to uh, Led Zeppelin 3, and before that was Soundgarden Super Unknown, and um, then there was a compilation by Sly and the Family Stone that I listened to. Um, so those are the things I most recently gone through. Can you give me four words to describe the feeling in the Idlewall camp today? We're ready to rock. Just to put it in four words, it, we've been um, building up to play for crowds that love rock music. Yeah. Um, it's hard to kind of procure some of those in Southern California. There's so much competition for attention um, in the midst of a lot of people who are kind of musically uh, attention deficit. Mm-hmm. You know, they they just there's too much to take in, and, and it's hard to really gather people together and, and formulate a scene. But um, you know, it seems to be happening in the UK. There's uh, people that are looking forward to seeing us. I'm I'm really happy about that. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm looking forward to. What about the band's name? Where did the Idol War name come from? We uh, we wanted to make sure we had a name that fit a number of criteria that we were we didn't we didn't want something that sounded confusing it was difficult to say or spell or hard to recognize we didn't in in this uh internet day and age we didn't want a name that was uh occupied by every other space of uh the world wide web so we actually came up with um words or things that grabbed us that uh were, were powerful. Um, we had about a hundred different words on a, on a whiteboard and we began circling, circling different terms that stood out and then combining words and idle war, uh, seemed to be kind of, a juxtaposed two terms that one was kind of passive and, and still, and the other one seemed very, you know, assertive and aggressive. And to put those terms, terms together was, you know, an interesting contrast and had some other, you know, either political or philosophical implications. Um, So it seemed kind of a blank slate in terms of what it could mean to a number of people, but it was also, you know, easy to recognize, easy to say, and a real short, powerful name to, to associate with. It also didn't come with a lot of baggage uh you you hear the name idol war and and you're not quite sure uh what to make of it um or how to identify the band and so i think for me i felt like it it left room for us to identify ourselves with our music with um how we approach the music so that we weren't just um labeled or identified or stigmatized by a name can you tell me why we should buy impulse Uh, i think it's an album that you'll want to listen to over and over. Um, for the last year that we've been living with it, I, I still listen to it beginning to end. I haven't even burnt out on my own music. I, I still love it. Um, I think it's got some ups and some downs, uh, some, you know, real interesting flavor. Uh, I think it's a, a great set of 10 songs that uh, will strike a chord with with most people and uh even if you don't get all of them there's going to be something in there for you 
and it's great to support indie bands like us that want to get out there. So for ten bucks, man, uh, to buy an album uh, that that you know you can listen to for years and years and years. I mean, we spend we spend more than that just going to a movie to see it once. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't for the life of me not understand. You know, some people don't want to invest in in things like music that can give them you know enjoyment over and over again and that's why we work so hard at crafting this music because we know you know somebody can take that and live with it you know make it part of their life soundtrack you know totally couldn't agree more when you come back from the uk obviously it's going to be near enough christmas then what's the plans going into 2017 we've already got a lot of material um new material that we've written i i know that about this time last year we were preparing uh, to record and that's probably what we're doing next is uh, refining the new material and preparing another record uh, I know Pete's already uh, working on new artwork uh, so we're, we're hard at work doing that um, hopefully we'll be planning another set of dates I, I would love to come back over again to the UK real quick and hopefully even uh, maybe France or Germany or do something a little more extensive. But, um, yeah, the, the, the thing on our plate right now is working on the new material, uh, playing some local shows, and uh, staying connected with the fans that are really into the new album and hopefully getting some more material out real soon. Five questions, quick fire round sort of thing. Festival or small intimate gig? Uh, intimate gig for me. Fresh or grunge? Uh, grunge. Beer or Jack Daniels? Oh, Jack Daniels. <laughs> I guess I knew you'd say that. Uh, digital or vinyl? Vinyl for me. You don't have to answer this next one. Clinton or Trump? Oh, gosh. Please. <laughs> <laughs> neither. And, um, and an emphatic neither. All right, and so another one then, sort of, you could call one of them a werewolf or a zombie because they're just, yeah, hmm. werewolf or zombie. <laughs> werewolf, definitely werewolf. Cool. <laughs> it's been great chatting to you. Do you have any final words for your fans and our listeners? Yeah, I just, I really appreciate the fans, people who buy the record. Uh, we make this stuff not only for ourselves, but... We, we make our music with uh, the people who dig rock and roll in mind, and we wouldn't be able to keep doing this on our own uh, for very long. So it, all the support we can get, we really appreciate. But um, we, we love our fans, and I can't wait to get face-to-face with the people in the UK and uh, have a good time rocking out. This is James Blake from Idle War, and you, you're listening to the Metal Gods Meltdown. Mm-hmm.